Thanks for listening to The Awakening Podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. I want to talk about what I feel like God's put on my heart for awakening and what it means. And I think it's amazing, this timing. You know, if you would have asked me a couple weeks ago what awakening means, I would have talked to you about the experience I had when I was a young man, where I was saved, but I went to a church service, a normal church service, but during worship, I couldn't stop crying, and God began to do something in my heart. And I knew, even though I was saved, something else happened. And the only way I could describe it was like an awakening happened. But since that time, I've never really felt like something like that ever again. But in the past two weeks, my wife and I have been going through what we can only describe as a spiritual awakening. And it's almost as if God says, you can't call yourselves that until I bring you through it. And I'm believing that God's not just bringing us, I'm believing he's bringing many of you through this same thing, a spiritual awakening. And he's awakening our hearts uh, to, to new passions. He's awakening our hearts to a new movement. He's awakening our hearts to people. And I know it's from God. It's not by accident. It's God ordained right now. It's not our idea to call this awakening. I really believe it's God's idea and God's timing. And he's going to do something through it. And so many of you have even been telling me, and, and I've been hearing all over the church, that everyone can't stop crying this week, you know, and, and God's just putting a burden on your heart. Let me tell you, that's me. I've already cried multiple times today, you know, and I think God's just stirring us up. He's just stirring up our heart to say, will you mourn for those who are mourning? Will you weep with those who weep? But come on, will you begin to bring aid to those that need it? Will you begin to show up and show Jesus to the world? We want to show it visually. But we want to show it through action as well. We want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And that's what I believe our awakening is going to do. It's not just going to be a spiritual awakening. I'm believing it's going to be a physical awakening as well. And I believe it's maybe going to spur the church to wake up and begin to act. I believe right now that our church is in a time of awakening to action. And I want to read these two verses to you. And, and you know, one is going to be our, our, our season verse. But I want to read Romans chapter 13, verse 9. And it says this, talking about this command, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of law. In other words, if you kept all of God's commandments, what would pour out of you would be love. And and he says this, and now do this, understanding this present time. We know what we're in right now. We know what's going on right now. We're not foolish or unaware. We understand the moment we're in right now, but I believe in this crisis, God wants to use it to bring a great opportunity to the church of Jesus Christ, that truth will begin to reign out from us, that we will stand fearless, but we'll also stand with love. The hour has already come for you to wake up. Come on, the hour has already come for you to awaken from your slumber, because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. Come on, we're getting closer to Jesus. We're seeing more of his goodness. We're receiving more of his grace. We're coming together as community. We're not going backwards. We're not backsliding. We're pushing forward. And I'm seeing salvation coming nearer now than even when we first began. We started this church with eight people. There's a lot more than eight people at this church. Their salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. One more verse, Acts chapter one, verse eight. This is the great commission. It's not just our mission, it's a co-mission, us and Jesus. And Jesus says this, but you will receive power. Say power. Power. Come on, say power like you mean it. Say power. Power. Oh, I like that. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. 
Our power is not financial. Our power is not through opinion. Our power is not through kingdoms or empires. Our power is from the Holy Spirit, and he will come on us, and he will come on this church. He will come on your mind. He will come on your heart. He will even come on your words. You say, well, I don't know what to say. The Bible says, stand up before kings and speak boldly, and the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say in that present moment. When you just begin to stand, God says, finally, someone I can stand with. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses to Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. I believe that Jesus actually meant it when he was speaking this to his disciples, which are us, that Jesus actually meant for us to go to the ends of the earth. I know sometimes it's difficult to believe it. You know, we got to go back to our cubicle on Monday next to Debbie, and we think ends of the earth. I just want to get out of here. I know sometimes it's difficult when we gather together and and there's a lot of people here, but compared to the earth, this is a drop in in, in the bucket. This is nothing compared to the earth. But yet this is the call that Jesus gave and he would not give us a call. He would not give us a mission unless he co, co, unless he came alongside us to fulfill the mission and he wouldn't give us a mission if it was impossible. So I think that Jesus, he, yeah, he set the bar high, but for good reason. He's saying, don't think small, don't pray small, don't believe small, don't witness small, don't live small. Come on, it's time for our church to have a bigger vision, pray bigger prayers, be bolder in our approach. We don't want a tiny little townhouse church. We want a movement of Jesus Christ that people will get saved, healed, renewed, and changed forever. Can you say amen? We're being awakened to action. We're not just going to proclaim, we're also going to demonstrate. In other words, we're not just going to say amen, we're going to show amen through our actions. We're not just going to preach, we're going to come alongside those words and we're going to show the word. The Bible says don't just be preachers, uh, but be doers of the word as well. And I believe that's what we're called. And I believe that's the kind of uh, church we're going to be. I think today's a pivotal day to say what kind of church are we going to be? What kind of church have we been? tell you... This church's verse is we are uh, forcefully advancing. That's just always been the the verse on this church. I believe that's still our our verse. We're a church that forcefully advances and forceful men and women lay hold of it. Our mission has always been unstoppable. That's not going to change today. But we got to make a choice. Do we want to just go to church for 45 minutes, you know, leave early, you know, like when the Patriots are winning and you leave in the fourth quarter because you know they're going to win and you just get out real quick before the traffic hits. It happens a lot because they win so much. But <laughs> is that just the church that we're going to be, you know, where you just go and, the, you know, this, the, the reverend is so nice and the, the songs are, they're touching. And, uh, you know, it's only 32 minutes, the whole service. So I get out of there. Real, is that going to be us? Or are we going to be world changers? Are we going to be movement makers? Are we going to be people that say, no, we're going to make a change? We can't do everything, but we can do something. And what I'm a part of is bigger than the individual part I play. But the part I play is important. And altogether, God does a mighty thing through us. I'm believing we are going to be a church of action. And today, I want to talk to you a little bit about what that action is going to be. You know, as we're launching Awakening Church, we're launching it here in Smithfield, you know, uh, this road, we officially changed the, uh, the name of this road back to what it originally was. For years, it was 915 Douglas Pike, but on the town maps, this road coming in here was called One New England Way. Before our church was ever put here, God was saying, all of New England is going to come into this church and be blessed from this church. 
No, we also, we also uh, are meeting in Providence tonight, you know, and, um, and we're actually going to be in a different location, but I'll tell you what, we're still going to be in the city of Providence. We're going to be in McVinney this week, hopefully back at PCTA next week, but I don't care if we have to have church on the sidewalk, we are going to affect the city of Providence. We're going to bring life into it, we're going to bring hope into it, and we're going to bring change into it. And so our mission as Awakening Church is to show Jesus to the whole world to show Jesus to the world. And I believe we could show it visually, we could show it through worship, through song, and we're gonna show it through uh, our actions as well. You know, as I said, my wife and I, we've really experienced a personal awakening the last two weeks, and it's really been overwhelming. And my wife was saying, what is this feeling? You know, what's happening? You know, if you haven't watched the sermon from last week, I would encourage you, of all the sermons, to go back last week and get the podcast and watch the YouTube. You know, God seems to have his hand right now. uh, uh, It seems like the Holy Spirit is is wanting to move our our country into life. And anyone that's going to stand up and speak for it, there's an anointing there. And so I I don't know if we're anointed or if God wants this thing to be anointed. And he says, hey, whoever wants to stand for life all the way through, I'm going to bless And it just seems like there's a very powerful anointing on this right now. And we're saying, what is happening to us? We're weeping. We're crying. We're we're emotional. You know, we're we're experiencing something, body, mind, and soul. And and, and we came to the the, the conclusion that the only way to describe this is an awakening. And we're saying, what kind of awakening is it? It's like we're being awakened to the heart of God. You know, and I I feel like, well, what is the heart of God? Let Let me tell you today, the heart of God is for people. The heart of God is for his people, for God so loved humanity. Well, God, the people you cruci- that crucified you, I loved them. The people that rejected you, I loved them. The people that knew that you knew were going to mock you and die shaking their fist at you, I love them. I so love them that I gave my one and only son that they might have a chance to have relationship with me. This is the heart of God. He loves his people. And so this is what we believe God is putting on our heart is just a new love for people. You know, one of our core values, our people are our heart. And we made that a value really before it got deep into our heart. We said people are our heart because people are God's heart. I got to tell you, many of us this week are experiencing God's heart for people. We are never going to be the same. We don't want to be the same. We want to help people, change people. We want our church, we want our church to bring an awakening to God's incredible value for people. And I just got to tell you, God's doing something. He's just doing something. I don't know if you can sense it, but he's just doing something right now. And it's strange. Whenever God does something, You know it's him because it doesn't make sense. This is not strategic. This is not our planning. This is strange timing, strange consequence, strange conversations. But it's God. He's weaving this thing together. Let me tell you, God is the grand chess master, and he is moving his pieces. Even when it doesn't make sense, if you could see it from his perspective, you'd say, just hold on and watch what I'm about to do. He's moving some things right now, and, and I, I can't wait to tell you what, what's been happening, you know, just this week. Just this week. I'm telling you, every day has been like a year this week in our lives, and so much has been happening, but I just feel like the reason it is is because God wants to confirm the identity of the church. This is awakening. This is what awakening is going to be all about. Amen? So this week, 
Yeah, last week we talked to you about iHeartLife, which was, you know, at, at last week it was just a website that we launched for people to be able to use their voice and everything. But I'm really excited to announce that we're taking another step. And just this week we launched and got approved for a partner nonprofit with our church. Uh, it's called We Heart Lives. And it's going to be our church as the benevolence, the love, the outreach arm of our church to love humanity, to serve humanity, to take action, and to make a difference. It got launched, it got approved this week. And so today, we're announcing it, this official movement, We Heart Lives, because I'll tell you what, we do love life. Man, I hope you love life. I hope you don't show up to church cranky. I hope you love life. And I hope that pours out of us. We love life all the way through. And our goal with this uh, nonprofit, our, our goal, and it's really a partner nonprofit. So it's going to be one kind of with the church. It's going to be two sides to this coin. But, but our goal is to care for people from the womb to forever. From the womb to forever. All the way through. We are not just going to be pro some life. We are going to pro, be pro all life. All the way through. We're going to help people. We're going to pray for people. We're going to invest in people. We're going to take action for people all the way through. As many people as we possibly can help, we're going to help. And so this, this, this um, uh, action breaks down into three areas. The first is I Heart Life. And, and the first uh, area of this organization, the first, um, um, I would say, like, uh, campaign of this organization is, gonna, is I Heart Life. And the goal is to raise awareness. Because just simply, so many people don't know, um, don't know about uh, what their options are and what they can do to, to sustain life. And, and here's what we want to do. We want to create compassionate conversations to protect life all the way through. That's who we want to be. We're not trying to yell at people. We're not trying to be angry. We want to love people. We want to help people. And we want to resource people. So that's the first thing that we're doing. And, and I'm telling you, it's amazing to see this church adding their voice, seeing some of your stories, I want to tell you, has changed my view of so many of you. You know, it was good before, but even now it's so much... I'm reading some of your stories and say, man, we, this whole place is filled with survivors. And even more than that, it's filled with like overcomers. And I'm saying, man, now when I see you in the hallway, I say, man, that person, they're walking by, that's a walking miracle. What they did, what they went through, the choices they made, we want to honor all of you. You fought through incredible things just to be here. And let me tell you, that's not a small thing, that's an awesome thing. And I believe God is going to use your story to change society. And, and things are already beginning to happen. One young man has been so moved by this. He said, uh, he said, when he found out we had the nonprofit, he showed up at the church with a, a $5,000 check from his brand new business. He does not have this to give, you know, but he's saying, I'm going to reach deep and I'm going to give because I believe in the cause of life. And I'm saying, God, I love that. That's what the church should be all about, that we are going to step up. We're going to take action. And I pray that young man and his business are blessed as he takes his stand. The second aspect, and I got to go through this quickly, is uh, we're, we're going to initiate action. We're going to do everything we can as a church to organize the action of the people. Like I said, we're going to pray, but when we're done praying, we're going to get up and we're going to do something. And so once a month, uh, we have something called I Love My City. Today, we're just tweaking it a little bit. We're going to be calling it I Heart My City right? Just a small tweak. And the goal is to initiate action through the church, through projects and events to radically affect our communities. We want to care for our communities. And so just in the past year, this is what we've done through I Love My City. In, the, in one year alone, we've partnered with 12 organizations. But through all of our communities, we've had 977 different people serving the city of Providence, 
which is amazing. And we've given $43,000 just in the last year and a half or so into the areas of need. And let me tell you, we're not going to slow down. We're going to double this. We're going to double this. We're going to step up. We're going to have more partnerships. We're going to have more events. You know, we gave away 2,000. The first year, we gave away 1,000 toys. You know, this year, how many toys did we give away? Was it like 2,000, 3,000? I'm looking. How many people? Nobody knows. I'm supposed to know these numbers. Mabel, shout it out. 2,500. Thank you. We went from 1,000 to 2,500. You better believe we're going to 5,000. We're not slowing down. We're going to bless and bless and bless. And listen, this is what we're doing. We're working with organizations so that we can be partners and go in once a month with a lot of people and say, we got 50 people, we got 70 people, we got 20 people ready to serve. What do you need? Now, there are some of you in this place, you've got connections, you've got a passion, you've got a heart. I'm telling you, I'm ready for you to step up. If you say, I can lead a team of 8, 10, 12, maybe in your organization, maybe it's somewhere you're volunteering, we want to help resource you to get this thing done. There are so many people that want to step up and they want to serve and we want to make that happen. You know, for me, one of the things that I want to do, and it's in my heart eventually, is I, I want to go into the prison systems and begin to present the gospel of Jesus. You know, and they're, they're, right now in federal prisons, there's, they're loosening restrictions because they want churches to come in. And I'm praying we can even start a campus right in a church one day. But I'm looking for some people that say, that's my heart. Because it's not good enough for the pastor to be passionate. I can't do all things. I need the people to be passionate. If you say, I can do that, then I say, I'm with you, and we'll do this thing together. Amen? We're going to act. And the last part, and this is the most exciting part, is we're going to begin to provide aid and more. We're going to provide connections and resources for people. We're going to connect people to community organizations that are already doing, offering counseling, that are offering uh, food, that are offering, you know, diapers. There's a many, many organizations that are helping women uh, from uh, the moment the ch- before the child's born all the way the- through in the first and second, third years. We're going to resource them with diapers and bassinets and, and clothes. We're going to resource different food pantries. We, we got a, we got a, a large ability we're going to use everything we've got to just power these community organizations and connect people to the right ones. We're going to provide massive aid to our community and around the world, right? All right. All right. Hold on. I got something better. I got something better. We launched this. It got approved on Thursday. On Thursday afternoon, World Vision, which is the largest Christian uh, charity organization, calls our church. And they said, hey, we see all that your church is doing, and we see what your pastors are speaking about. You know, we uh, even saying that we want to support life all the way through. They said, that's actually the mission statement of World Vision. And they said, I don't know if you want help, but World Vision wants to help provide, and they want to resource your church, you know, bring in diapers and, and, and clothing and all that if you'll, be, if you'll be a conduit into the community. And so the staff member said, well, hold on, let me go get the pastor. And I show up, they bring that their, their uh, east, northeast director of all of their uh, distribution hubs. They have one in Brooklyn, they've got one in Hartford. And he comes on and he begins to speak and he says, well, what could you do? And I begin to show, share our heart. We're not a small church and we do no small things at our church. And he said, well, could you send a minivan? I said, send a minivan. We got a truck and we are not afraid to use it. And he said, well, do you have facilities? And I said, God's blessed us with 50,000 square foot building, and we, we want to use it. How can we do it? He said, well, if you want, you can become 
the, uh, a World Vision distribution hub for Southern New England, Providence, Fall River, New Bedford, Worcester, Boston. And we said, we're in. Where do we sign? Well, he said, well, let me ask you, could you handle like big trucks from Costco? Because they'll send 52-foot trucks. And I said, we have hundreds of people that come out Wednesday night. They're ready to sort. And we've got 30 young, strong interns. They're here all week. They love to move boxes. <laughs> he said, hey, the only thing is, though, some of the stuff that Costco will send uh, is strange stuff. Sometimes they send patio furniture and all of that. And some of the stuff can only be used uh, can't be used domestically. You have to send it overseas. And I thought, well, that's interesting because just a couple weeks ago, I was at the altar and someone had heard about our global vision for Israel. And she came up to me and said, hey, I don't know if you'll ever need to ship things internationally, but I'm a logistic project manager in charge of shipping internationally. Here's my card if you ever need it. I got a card. <laughs> And so he said, well, how come I've never heard of you guys? And I said, I don't know. Do you know Pastor Mike Cervello Sr.? He's our oversight. He says, Mike Cervello, that guy's a genius. That guy's an innovator. And I said, well, he's our pastor's pastor. He's over all of us. He says, you're the church. He said, he's been telling me for years about a church in Providence that World Vision's got to get connected to, that we've got to go through. You're the church. I said, we're the church. And we're ready. We're ready. We're gonna help, we're gonna support. So I called Pastor Mike Cervello Sr. To me, he's Uncle Mike, because he always said, Jordan, when you're ready to go, I'll help you set up the whole thing. They have an incredible thing, they call it Compassion Coalition up in Utica. They've got a warehouse and they actually have a whole uh, stunning grocery center where people uh, can, can shop uh, very, very low. So poor people can come in and, f and get their humanity. It doesn't feel like charity, it's stunningly beautiful. And, and they're able to shop for their families and, and load up their carts, it's amazing. I, I called up Pastor Mike, I said, will you help us? And, uh, and he said, Jordan, I've been waiting for this call. Here's what you need to do, and this is what you need to do. And he starts, I'm taking notes. And he said, and let me tell you, sometimes, you know, Costco and sometimes World Vision will send things that you don't need, that won't fit in with your vision, you know, paddle boards and, uh, and patio furniture. He said, but here's what you can do. Load up your truck, send it up to Compassion Coalition, and I'll take whatever you don't need and don't use, and I'll give it, I'll, and I'll exchange it with things that are going to help, you know, push your vision forward. He said, I'll take the unwanted stuff and I'll put in the food that you want, the diapers that you need, the clothing that you need. He said, you will be, he said, not one thing will be wasted and you will be fully resourced to, to have your vision take place in the city of Providence and beyond. Come on, are you ready, New Life? Awakening. You know, one of the beautiful things is we are still a New Life community as well. You know, we're Awakening Church, but we're a New Life community. You know, there's Legacy Church, there's New City Church, there's South Coast, and we're all under Pastor Steve. He's still our pastor. We got some strong communities. We're going to partner with them. We're going to make a change in a great way. Can you say amen? Amen. 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 It's amazing. I, I just think this. The minute our vision got bigger, God's provision got bigger. And I'm believing the more we continue to expand our vision, God's going to send the right people. He's going to raise up the right people in this church. He's going to send the right organizations, and God's going to do mighty, mighty things through us. It's going to take us a couple months to get this going, but let me tell you, um, what we've been able to accomplish in one week is staggering. I can't wait to see what we're going to have after one year. 
we're really going to make a change in this city and help people. Hebrews chapter 6 says this, verse 10, says, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you've shown him as you have helped his people and as you continue to help him. God is not unjust. He will not forget our work and the love that we've shown him as we've helped his people and continue to help him. Also today, we're going to launch not just Awakening Church, not just We Love Our City, but we're launching Awakening Global. I feel like God has given us uh, an opportunity to have a global vision. And I just think, wouldn't it be amazing if God takes little Rhode Island in the middle of nowhere with no churches, you know, no religious things. They call it the spiritual dry land. We were supposed to be the least biblically minded people, but what if God could bring awakening in this place? And what if it could go throughout New England? What if it could go around the earth? What if it could go to the ends of the earth, just as Jesus commanded us to do? I believe that the whole world needs a local church. And I believe that we can be a local church for the whole world. And so I'm believing that this message is going to go out through the cameras and it's going to be seen in Pakistan. It's going to be watched in China. It's going to be watched in Africa. They're going to join small groups all over the place. I believe We Heart Lives, we're going to be able to send aid to Guatemala, to Brazil, to to, uh, different countries in Africa. Right now we're building a well in Africa. It's almost done, but when it's done, we're going to send our film crew and tell that story and not just show you, show the whole world what we're doing. And I'm believing they're going to be able to join in that we can actually begin to make a very large, tangible difference as we bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the whole world. And so, so this is our vision, is to bring just our normal Sunday global, and we've been working towards it. Do you know that last week, our weekly broadcast, we launched on, uh, on Facebook and, and Twitch and YouTube and all of that. We, we go live every single week, but our numbers have been growing every single week. And last week, there were 17,000 people that joined us for church just last week. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. But I'm believing that God's going to bring our message out a message of Jesus throughout the whole world, and he's going to bring the right people and connect us so that we can make a massive difference. We don't want to, listen, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the whole world. Providence, Rhode Island, New England, and the whole world. We're going to do local and global at the same time. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. You know, and I I just believe that God's going to do mighty things. I really do. I believe God's going to do mighty things. And, and, um, and it's going to start really through this global Easter event. And uh, we're launching it um, really today, and, and we're getting ready for it. But, you know, God showed us in Easter the past two years that everybody's waiting. Everybody's wanting to experience God on Easter Sunday. And what we're saying is, here's your opportunity. And so I never thought we'd go bigger than the dunk, but this is an even bigger vision. Is that we want to go to Israel, and we want to go to the places that Jesus walked where he preached his sermons. We want to film it and show it so that when people all over the world interact with it, it'll awaken a part of them. When I went to Israel last year, and listen, I grew up in church. I know a lot about church. But when I went to Israel, things began to come alive to me. Like I couldn't ever believe. And it was like I'm standing in Caesarea, and I'm looking around, I'm saying like, oh, this makes sense. Of course Paul left from all his missionary journeys here. It was a man-made harbor, and it was the only harbor that could reach Rome. And I'm standing at the harbor, you know? And it just, it just made the word of God come alive. When Jesus 
said that to Jerusalem, Judea, and the ends of the earth. He was standing on the Mount of Olives. And when you stand on the Mount of Olives, behind you is Jerusalem. Beyond that is Judea. And on the left side, which you could still see on the left side, is Samaria. Tell you, Jesus' projector screen was 3D. And he was saying, I'm telling you to go there, then there, and don't stop. It's like, this, this is incredible. If people, especially young people, could just connect their faith to the reality of Jesus, I'm believing a, a true awakening could happen. And so we're going to go to Israel, and we're going to film, and we're going to have this live broadcast, and we're going to have an awesome Easter service here, but I'm believing God is going to project it. We're, right now, we're partnering with different Facebook groups and pages to multiply our voice. Some of them have millions of, 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 of um, uh, you know, followers and stuff, and we're going we're gonna to create a network so that this word can go out, you know? And I believe God's going to touch it. Don't you think it's, it's funny? I don't know if you've seen this video, but Samantha and I, we stood and we spoke in front of the judiciary hearing. Some guy found it and put it on his Facebook page. It's got half a million views, you know, right now. And that was just this week. It's funny. When we spoke, in that room was about 12 people. But in the end, it's the greatest audience that we've ever spoken to. I believe God's hand is going to come on this church and he's going to multiply our voice. He's going to multiply our message. He's going to multiply our action to the ends of the earth. Thanks for listening to the Awakening Podcast. We hope this message has encouraged you. If you want to learn more about our church, visit us online at awakening.global. We'll see you soon.